This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. It's possible to fly fish every month of the year, even in a place like Montana. I did that when I lived there, but after I caught a few trout in December and January and February so that I could say I did it, I decided that winter would be my downtime. It's the other three seasons, spring, summer, and fall, that are really superb. So what do you do in the winter to plan for your next fly fishing trip? Well, that's what Dave and I are going to talk about today. Uh, Dave, what advice do you have about planning for your next fly fishing trip? We should begin by saying that many of you may not live in pristine uh, trout waters or around trout waters, as Steve and I certainly don't. We live in the Chicago suburbs, probably especially for you fly fishers who have to travel uh, to certain places. Um, and as you think through what you're, where are you going to go in 2016, uh, this, this podcast really is for you. That's true. I used to live uh, uh, about a quarter of the mile from the East Gallatin River and about a mile from the, the main Gallatin. And, and I didn't spend my winters just planning uh, trips. I mean, when I had time, I would just run down to the river. But even then, I found that that I would kind of set some goals. I would think about the year ahead and, and say, well, do I want to get over to the Missouri? Or or there's a section of Yellowstone Park I haven't fished. So, yeah, what, whatever your situation is, uh, here's some advice. Uh, Dave, get us started. Well, I think the first thing is what you just met- mentioned, which is, is to research some new water to fly fish and obviously you can do that by reading or jumping on the internet or discussing with your friends i think the tendency is to go back to the you know to your standbys um, right especially if you're making a, a trip out to say montana or you're going to the driftless for a couple days your tendency is you want to make go to the sure thing but i think it's really important to find new waters last year when we went to Montana, um, or I should say, actually, it was just last summer that we went to Montana, we really only fished, well, we fished one new stream. Actually, we fished two new streams, didn't we? Right. The one was was uh, kind of because of a friend, but the other, we, we had just researched it and talked to some people in a fly shop, and and that was Fan Creek, uh, not far from Yellowstone National Park, actually in the park on the we west really side. didn't have that great of a day. No, it wasn't, um, but I think what we did discovered is hey that's a place we'd like to go back to we, we think it has a lot of potential and we, we just didn't hit it at the right time plus there was another eager beaver fly fisher that ran in in front of us and uh, got ahead of us so that didn't help <laughs> which is bizarre because um you know there's a lot of water up there but right um he, he was ahead of us and and i think he may have gone through some of those runs before we got there yeah. but i do think the point is well made and should be mentioned again is the importance of researching new water and just you know get outside your comfort zone find some new water spend the time yeah that leads into the second thing and that's uh, make some plans for trips that you want to take mix in the old trusty places with uh, the new ones and if if you live a ways away it it does take uh, some amount of planning and uh, it's great to do that in the winter that kind of gets you uh, uh, amped up for uh, the the fly fishing trip and what I find is the closer that 
that, that we get to leaving, uh, boy, there's a time crunch there. And if I've done some of the preparation in January and February, uh, that's really helpful. Then, you know, we, we may have uh, accommodations figured out and, and places that we're going to, to try and, uh, you know, figure out where the fly shops are. So, Well, just a corollary to that, I do think uh, when you're planning your trip, you should have multiple options because weather changes um, right and you find that the water you intended to fish you know is really low remember we fished Taylor Creek that one year and jumped on Taylor Creek we spent I think we were going to spend the entire day fishing Taylor right Creek. yeah Taylor, Taylor Fork was right. it Taylor Fork Taylor yeah Fork, Taylor yep. Fork yeah mm-hmm. and uh, but we got there and the water was so low and and I think you caught only about one or two and I <laughs> that was at the end of our trip and I snapped the tip off uh, my fly rod that afternoon it kind of was the pinnacle of a really bad afternoon. Yeah, that's right. And you had <laughs> caught you had caught a ton of fish and some big fish in there a couple years before. Yeah, that was so. a great, uh, some really nice runs yeah. in there. So that's a good point. What, what else would you say, Dave? You should set some goals for improving your skills, whether it's casting or learning more about insects. For me, one of my areas of growth is I think I need more distance uh, on my casting, especially when I'm nymphing. And uh, I seem to be okay when I dry fly, but I just, I struggle a bit and mending my line. And one of the things I'm doing is actually getting uh, and purchasing a, a little bit longer rod. I've been using an eight and a half, five weight for many, many years as my, my go-to. So I'm going to a nine foot six, but I think as part of the planning, it's, it's how do I improve my skills this year and how do I get better? And uh, that was all prompted last year by a friend who took us out and I uh, used one of his rods but he always was coaching me and I was open to it. And I, I said, yes, you know, I should be out another 10, 15 feet. And I, and I just couldn't uh, get far enough into the river and get a really good drift and mend my line correctly with that short of a rod in such a big river. Now the eight and a half five weight works well in smaller rivers and smaller streams, but uh, on the Madison where we were, I just needed a bigger rod. So learning how to cast for me in 2016 is something uh, I really want to do. So how are you going to do that in the the down months in the winter time? Can you get outside at all, or is that just pretty much reading and looking at videos? Since some people are able to learn by watching, some people aren't. Um, my wife's uncle played uh, Major League Baseball. In fact, he even played with Jackie Robinson. He's now 96 years old. and Amazing um, guy. Yeah, he's really an amazing guy. But he told how he actually learned by watching. And I thought that's very unique. Usually for me, it's learning by doing. So uh, so for me, I, I during the winter months, especially here in Chicago, uh, I will be doing a lot of uh, watching videos and reading up and, and, uh, and, and doing it that way. I doubt I'll be getting out much between now and Right. That we get out in March when uh, the season opens up in, in Wisconsin. That's right. It's cold enough then, let alone uh, going yeah, outside to a it football really field in February to cast your fly. Here's something else, and, and this may seem rather obvious, but go through your gear uh, during the off season and, and clean your line. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to uh, the, the time in the spring where I'm really starting to get serious about fly fishing, and I haven't done that, and, and then I'm scrambling the night before and I find out, oh yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm short on, uh, I don't have any leaders or I'm short on this fly or that fly or, or I, I meant to, to get some new gloves and, and I don't have the stuff. So go through your gear and it, it does get you fired up, but it also gets your gear and fish 
fishing ready shape uh, part of that is cleaning your line you know I have a little uh, you know the, the line cleaner and the little pad to clean the line it's really it's really easy it doesn't take long but I've, I've had several springs where I just I haven't had I haven't done that and then I, I get to uh, you know that first fishing trip and I realized no, I haven't done it and it just doesn't happen so well what I find I end up doing is I'll end up just you know, purchasing new line, which I really didn't need to do, yeah. but I just simply hadn't taken the time yeah. to clean it. And, yeah. uh, and so, yeah, these simple things, uh, are pretty basic. That's right. Another one I think is, and this is, uh, similar to what I just mentioned, but to really watch some fly fishing videos on YouTube, obviously it's free. There's so yes. much great stuff for me. It's some of it's just motivational. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't merely watch, you know, either trout or steelhead videos. Sometimes I'll watch the salt water uh, videos as well and and there's just things that you learn and for me for example the thing that I want to grow in in addition to my my casting is is really learning how to streamer fish I mean obviously uh, I know how to do that but I'm just not great at it and I part of it is I just don't have the knowledge and I typically uh, Steve and I are, are generally you know nymphing or we're you know fishing right, on top fishing of the surface flies, yeah, on yeah. top of the surface so um, I would really like to learn how to do that so for me, it's watching videos and, and watching how it's done, how they strip the line back and, you know, in, mm-hmm. in different waters and what they're doing and, and these different techniques. And so when you get out there, uh, when you actually do it, then you can try some of these things. And there's tons of stuff out there. All you have to do is go to YouTube and then, and then search on uh, fly fishing for trout or f- fly casting techniques. And yeah, you could go to uh, sites like Orvis. They, they've got some great videos, but a lot of those will just show up. Anyway, if you if you go to YouTube and do a, a simple search on on fly fishing videos, and then then when you watch a good one, you'll see some others recommended, or maybe there's one you like, and that particular company or that fly fisher has their own channel, and you'll see all their videos off to the side. So you you can spend hours doing that, and a lot of those videos are short. I, I like the the three to four to five minute videos uh, the, the best because they don't take a ton of time time, but you you can get something substantial out of those. So what's next, Steve? Is there another uh, point that you have? Here's something else, too. I would say uh, replenish your supply of basic flies. Uh, Again, you have to go through your fly boxes and see what you need, but uh, this is a great time to purchase them, or if you're a fly tire, you you can tie them. And we're talking here about nymphs and dry flies and streamers. Uh, We're going to do a podcast on our top favorite flies, but but at least for now, if, if you're aware that uh, uh, maybe the best time to replenish your supply is during the off season, uh, you'll be in great shape. In fact, after we let, well, actually on our way out of Montana last summer, uh, we stopped at that uh, Sims shop. It was in the um, you know, Four Corners area, Gallatin Gateway. You know, I replenished my flies, a lot of my beadhead, prince nymphs, and some of those basic flies, and I just needed to restock on some of those. So, but yeah, in planning for next year it's important to make sure that um, you know you don't pay full price when you go out there in the middle of the season that's right well that'll do it for today what do you do 
to get ready for your next fly fishing trip? Let us know by going to twoguysinariver.com and comment on this podcast link. How do you plan for your next fly fishing trip? Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. And subscribe to our podcast via iTunes if you have an iPhone or Stitcher if you have a Droid. Thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Fly fishing.